0: It is a Monday morning at 10.14 a.m. when A.K.A. We're recording wine O'Clock. This. Wine O'Clock. Matthew and I are still recording remotely. And, and we're going to talk about mimosas. And I forgot to get mimosa ingredients, but Matthew is going to drink alone in the studio.
1: That's right. Do I need to stir this?
0: No, I don't think it's usually okay. stirred. I mean, well, you know what? This brings me straight to my memory lane, which okay, is great. that... So I've never been a big uh going out for brunch person.
1: No, me neither.
0: But I have attended a, a fair number of like events that happen in the
1: morning. Like <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that sounds that sounds really um like uh euphemistic, I guess. Like Events yeah. that happen in the morning.
0: No, I mean it's like, like. It's
1: like my monthly visitor. Uh, no,
0: it's like, you know, um, like a, a bridal lunch, like before uh, a wedding. That's
1: what brunch is, or, a bridal lunch.
0: Or or a baby shower sometimes happens at like 11 a.m. Sure. And at those, they're, they're, at these events, perhaps you have heard, listener, there are often these drinks called mimosas. And I think of it as being a really casual thing where somebody, like, sets a bottle of Prosecco out on, like, you know, the breakfast bar, and, and then there's a carton of orange juice next to it and a whole bunch of cups, and you just go and you mix your own. And so there is no stirring, no shaking. It's just...
1: Okay, I have an important question because I want to start making myself one right now, and I realize I do not know the answer to this. Which one should I pour into the glass first?
0: Oh, man. I'm inclined to think you should pour the champagne or the sparkling wine first. I think we should look this up, though. I'm going to look up a mimosa recipe.
1: Okay, because yeah, look up a mimosa recipe. Because my idea.
0: feeling is that you should do the sparkling wine first because you want to get the bubbles out of the way so <laughs> that, you know, you want you want it to do its bubbling and its falling so that oh, oh, then you see. can okay. see exactly how much you've got.
1: Get those bubbles out of the way. Okay, okay, yeah, I'm on. gonna I'm just gonna go you look it up and I'm gonna go ahead and do that. Get these oh, Okay, so out the people way.
0: say it should be equal parts champagne and orange juice.
1: Yes, yeah, so then other people, of course, disagree.
0: Okay. Um let's see. People also say that you should ensure both ingredients are well chilled, then mix into the they glass. Are. It should be stirred, not shaken. I mean, yeah, obviously. Okay,
1: that was about equal parts. I'm not gonna shake it or stir it.
0: Okay, here's the blog Love and Lemons which I've heard of before. Very pretty blog. Let's look at this here. Uh, Let's see. Well, that's good. Yes. This blog says you do the
1: wine first. Okay, great.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Matthew, do you feel like you did about equal parts? I do. And how is it?
1: It's delicious. What do you expect?
0: What kind of orange juice did you go for?
1: It's the uh, Tropicana No Pulp.
0: Okay, okay, nice.
1: Uh, It's probably probably my favorite supermarket orange juice.
0: Uh, Okay, well, we're we're off to a great start. So Matthew, now that you are imbibing. Yeah, let's go down memory lane. Now that you're lubricated.
1: Right. So I know I know that I have like ordered one of these at a brunch in the past. I know this has happened or that I've been served one. one. Well, I, I think it was when like everyone was getting them.
0: Oh, peer pressure.
1: You know, you know what? So, so it was like at, at like a brunch happy hour or something. I don't remember when this would have happened, but I feel like there was like some time in like the two thousands, maybe the early two thousands, that like I went to like a brunch happy hour type of thing with people where like it was like you know, you know, half off mimosas, yeah. and so everyone got them. Did this really happen, or was this an episode of Sex in the City that I watched? I don't know. Who cares?
0: <laughs> you know, it's an interesting thing, and maybe we can talk more about this in a minute. But there are so many cocktails where you know. It, it really matters that you have high quality ingredients right if you use yeah. like a not very good whiskey in your whiskey sour or in your manhattan it, it's just not gonna taste as good
1: i once made uh, margaritas with like the cheapest triple sec you can buy and i was like why does this taste so bad yeah
0: like, it's really it, it's yeah. really remarkable my cousin and her husband were traveling around the around Washington state not too many years ago and they bought a bottle of some sort of Washington state made whiskey and left it in my like liquor cabinet and I have opened it up and smelled it a couple times I mean I love the state that I live in but I don't usually buy Washington state whiskey and and the smell of that bottle is why like it, it
1: interesting it's
0: not what you, I do want Do you think
1: it has something to do with our oak barrels? <laughs> Let's really go deep on this. No, yeah, but I mean, because anyway, my, my oak barrels smell amazing. Thank you very much. I, I, I toasted can't... them myself.
0: So, all this said, I can't imagine anybody getting out a bottle of like really great champagne for so a while. I was
1: thinking, I was going to look at the Safeway this morning and see if they had like one of those little bottles of, of like Veuve Clicquot or Moed and Chandon or something just, uh-huh. uh, just to like torment you with it, but they didn't. So, I, what I got was a can of house wine brand Brute Bubbles.
0: I'm going to make an uneducated guess here, which is that. A mimosa is probably not one of those drinks that you want to really shell out for the most expensive sparkling wine.
1: Yeah, I doubt and, it.
0: But I do think, that said, I think that the orange juice is going to make a difference. Like, I don't think I would want yeah. the Minute made reconstituted, like, frozen orange juice canister Although, situation. I mean,
1: that's kind of good, too. <laughs>
0: it's good in its own way. Yeah. I mean, I I enjoy it when I am served that stuff. But... I don't know if I want that with sparkling There, there
1: was like, I, I feel like there used to, it used to be easier to get shitty orange juice and like orange juice production technology has improved. Mm-hmm. Cause like I can still remember like the, the flavor of like bad orange juice that I had as a kid. And I don't, I like haven't run into that in a long time.
0: Did you ever go to summer camp as a kid, like sleep away camp? No. Oh, okay. So I was going to say, you know, I was like- too clingy. Like <laughs> Minute Maid reconstituted orange juice is a, 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 a like ubiquitous flavor for me of summer camps as a child.
1: You know, what? I think we talked about this on a previous episode, but my mom used to give me and my brother spoonfuls of concentrate directly yeah. out of the Minute Maid frozen concentrate. Uh, Ah. can and we loved it. It was like a special treat.
0: I've never had that. I would love to try it.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it's still good.
0: Well, so, you know, I I hope our listeners will remember my mentioning my childhood friend Jennifer and her mom, Linda, with her big plastic glasses out Mm -hmm. by the pool and the the wine with, with ice cubes in it, the Franzia wine in her fridge. Linda always had Minute Maid concentrate. And so I remember mixing up a batch of it at Jennifer's house, but I didn't it never occurred to me You You know, you know what it is? The... It's like
1: cheap-ass sorbet.
0: Yeah. Right? That's kind of brilliant.
1: Yeah, because I, I also, like, I, I haven't made a smoothie in a long time, but I, I used to make smoothies with uh, frozen strawberries, orange juice concentrate, banana, and milk, maybe? Uh-huh. That seems plausible, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that would turn into a smoothie if you blended it.
0: Okay, well, but this is now. not
1: the orange juice concentrate episode. This is the mimosa episode.
0: Yeah, so let's let's talk about this. So, oh, you know, I have
1: one more bit of memory lane that I want to oh, get okay. out, get out, like you know, before you we go get any further. Out. I need to okay. get this off my chest. That okay. uh, my main association with mimosas is that years ago, I think on the podcast "Stop Podcasting Yourself" or maybe another random comedy podcast. Someone made a joke that the word mimosa was short for mid-morning sangria. And I have thought about this like at least once a month and probably more ever since. And I just thought it was one of the funniest things I've ever heard.
0: I love that. Wait, were they saying it like seriously? <laughs>
1: Not at all. It oh, was, okay, that it was intended perfect. as a joke. But clearly the person who came up with it, someone came up with it on the spot. It was very proud of themselves. Oh, and, it's great. And deservedly so.
0: I love it. Uh, So, Matthew, for for the listeners who may never have had a mid-morning sangria, a.k.a. mimosa, uh, tell us about it.
1: Okay, so I did a little research into the history of the mimosa, and this is fraught because it's just...
0: I thought that word was going to end, duh. This is fraud.
1: (laughs) This is fraudulent. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just read, like, this isn't my now but wow, but I just read an amazing book about fraud that I recommend to everybody who's like... Interested in like nerdy, nerdy crime stuff like I haven't read any other books that put together like crime and nerdery in this way. And uh, I think it's I think it's called Lying About Money, but I'm going to look it up because I really enjoyed this book. Lying for Money by Dan Davies.
0: OK, how did you hear about it?
1: I think I was just like looking for new stuff on the library website
0: nonfiction
1: yeah although although i'll take fiction also but this man this book like the the writing is good and like there's so much so much good stuff about like historical frauds and modern frauds and like why it's hard to get away with fraud but why people keep trying it anyway it's (laughs) yeah anyway there is not as far as i know any fraud involved in the history of the mimosa but who knows uh, but I can say for sure there is definitely no consensus on who invented it because it is literally just orange <laughs> juice and sparkling wine. So, like, <laughs> you know, there are some claims, of course, If uh, and I'm going to go through them because that's what we do. So, first off, there is a similar drink called the Buck's Fizz uh, that okay. is associated with the Buck's Club in London, which is a gentleman's club. And it was mm-hmm. allegedly invented there in 1921. The Buck's Club still exists at 18 Clifford Street. So, if you're in London... Check it out. The Bucks Fizz is two parts champagne, one part orange juice. So a little okay. more on the champagne uh, side than, than a typical mimosa. Okay. A number of sources credit the mimosa, including the name, uh, to Frank Meyer at the Ritz-Carlton in Paris in 1925. However, uh, Meyer published a cocktail book in the, like the early 30s and included a mimosa recipe and did not take credit for it that was given as evidence that probably he didn't invent it because why wouldn't you take credit for it?
0: Maybe he's just a really, like, sharing kind of guy.
1: Yeah, maybe he's he's modest. Yeah. The Oxford Companion to American Food and Drink claims that Alfred Hitchcock was the person who popularized the mimosa as a brunch drink in the U.S. It is clear that Alfred Hitchcock was a big fan of mimosas. Some sources even say that Alfred Hitchcock invented the mimosa. (laughs) You know what? I'm
0: really bummed, though, that we don't call mimosas Alfred Hitchcocks. Like, Mm -hmm. Arnold Palmer has the Arnold Palmer. Why don't we just go ahead and make the Alfred Hitchcock?
1: Okay. I'm fine with calling this the Alfred Hitchcock. Until I finish it,
0: I don't know why the Arnold Palmer rolls off my tongue easier than the Alfred Hitchcock.
1: It's because he has he has such a. Um, if I knew anything about golf, I'd make a joke about golf. Like like he's he's got like a smooth swing or something, and that's why it he's rolls got, off. He's your tongue. He's got like
0: a nice wedge.
1: He's got ni- yeah, the Arnold Palmer has a really nice wedge.
0: <laughs> okay, but wait, hang on. I'm really intrigued by. Was the mimosa always thought of as something to drink during the daylight hours?
1: No. I mean it was it did seem to be like something you would drink like by the pool at a at a hotel or something. Okay. But also okay. but also that you would order like in the evening at the hotel bar.
0: Interesting. That's so really I, interesting. Okay. I
1: don't know. That's a good question. I don't know when it migrated into being seen as a as a brunch beverage, presumably because it has orange juice in it.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah.
1: Other sources say that it it was popularized by the British royal family during the 60s when they were, like, seen ostentatiously enjoying them.
0: Oh, God. I endeavor to never be seen ostentatiously enjoying anything.
1: (laughs) Oh, but (laughs) I— That's that's all I want to do. I want there to be
0: ostentatiously enjoying things.
1: Yeah, I want there to be an Instagram devoted to like candid shots of me ostentatiously enjoying things.
0: It would be like the opposite of the photo of Keanu that was going around, where (laughs) he just looked completely, yeah, sad Keanu. This would be like ostentatiously enjoyment or ostentatious enjoyment, Matthew.
1: Right. So it'd be like get a load of like how much this guy is enjoying this this like heart dog. (laughs) <laughs> I, I meant to you... say hot dog, but it came out as heart, heart dog.
0: Wait a minute! Wait a minute! <laughs> yeah, how would you like express this enjoyment? Like if you if you were captured sitting on like a curb eating a hot dog. Okay, so would this be, would this say. be a still photo you...
1: or like a short video? Because if no, it was no, a it short would be a video, still I'd photo, be like take you bite and be you... like, mmm.
0: But that could also look like. Hold on. Now, let me just see if yeah, I can uh-huh. capture this right. Okay, so let's see. I'm going to eat a bite of hot dog, and then would I go like,
1: <laughs> but then I just <laughs> look. You'd <laughs> oh, that's then the I... stuff.
0: <laughs> then I just look like something is, is not quite right with me if I'm just like, ah, after I what? eat my hot dog.
1: Yeah, this is this is tough. I don't
0: know how to express enjoyment maybe, without. Okay,
1: maybe there would be like, um, <laughs> I was going to say a hot dog wrapper. Yeah, like one of those little like, like hot dog boats. <laughs> Like just empty sitting oh, I, next to me and i and I, and I just like, look really satisfied.
0: I thought you meant like a rapper, like like a musician.
1: <laughs> uh, yes. Like you know, one of those rappers that specializes in songs about hot dogs. I was kinda thinking <laughs> like heard, the hype man. if you like, like mom little... spaghetti, you're gonna love this.
0: You know, I was thinking like, like the like the little John of mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. hot dogs. <laughs>
1: That's right. Yeah, ballpark. Yeah! <laughs> ballpark. Frank's hired <laughs> hired Little yeah. John to, to do a whole yeah. album about hot dogs. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be great. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, I'll be your hype man <laughs> for your new Instagram account.
1: Okay. Yeah. So I think right. So so now now I've got what the idea is. So it's it's that I've already finished the food, but the but the packaging is sitting next to me, so you know <laughs> what I ate, and I just look really satisfied. Okay.
0: Okay. And then and, we and occasionally I'm, and I'm being joined
1: by in each one by uh, a a rapper who. Is going to perform a song about the food that I just ate. I but, can't But wait. I didn't share any with them.
0: I take it back. I don't want to be the rapper. I feel like I, I, somebody else. No, I'm, no, not, I I'm don't, not. I don't care. see why no.
1: you shouldn't be the rapper in this scenario. It seems perfect. It's okay. your, it's, it, okay. it's I know it's been your dream job.
0: Okay. Um, okay. So uh, hold on, though. I, I just want to say again, what made you choose the phrase... <laughs> the British royal family who enjoyed them ostentatiously in the 1960s.
1: I don't know. I think I read like that they were seen enjoying them, and so I inferred that they must be do- have been doing something ostentatious. I mean, I think that's, they were probably all like, they they do, the right?
0: champagne glass around in the air.
1: That's literally their job—is like doing things ostentatiously. Like remember when there was that royal wedding, and people kept talking about hats? Like you know, the Duchess of so and so was wearing like a seven-foot-tall hat.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so, fascinators,
1: you know, fascinators. Right. So, fascinators. I, so I assume like they were treating their their mimosas and hot dogs as fascinators.
0: I wonder if somebody has ever had a fascinator in the shape of a champagne glass and it was filled with orange juice and sparkling wine.
1: I think a hundred percent chance.
0: OK, British royal family. Come on over for mimosas.
1: Oh, that's right. Do you think we could get the British royal family on as a guest?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <sighs> yes. I mean.
1: We probably couldn't get one of the big ones like you know like f- Franklin or or, or uh, Chelsea or whatever.
0: Well, I think pretty much nobody's going to want to talk to Prince Albert from now on. No, so, whether so, in a can or
1: not. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't,
0: I don't think I'm going to want to talk to him either,
1: really. But wait, was but Prince he's Albert available? the one that that like was was friends with Epstein? I think is that so? what we're talking about, or was it Andrew? Oh, oh God, I was- think Prince Albert is like died in like a hundred years <laughs> Prince
0: ago. <Albert> is- <laughs>
1: Prince Albert is in a can where he belongs. He's been canceled.
0: <laughs> but, but nobody's going to want to talk to Prince
1: No, you're right. I
0: love that we thought Prince Albert was the one who was friends yeah, with Epstein. Yeah, we 18. thought
1: it was Prince Albert. We <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, You're I right, did. I am
1: enjoying this cocktail. Um, <laughs>
0: anyway, hold on, wait. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. could get Prince Andrew because nobody else is. Yeah, maybe want we, to let's, talk not. Him. But, let's not.
1: But okay. uh, you know who we, we could get? You know how like you can like buy a lordship? Yes. <laughs> we can get one of those one of those people. No, <laughs> okay. Prince Prince Andrew or and Prince Albert. <laughs> neither is welcome on our show. welding instructor alex
0: declare knows vr training platforms like forge fx help students master their skills
1: there's a big learning curve with welding virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact pulling up to mickey d's just for drinks oh yeah that's me nothing extra just perfection and a straw coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block because there are drinks, then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for a dollar forty nine. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary, cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba da ba ba ba. I did find and I wasn't quite sure what to make of this, that in Spain. Uh, where where the the mimosa is often known as an agua de, de valencia uh,
0: <laughs> oh like a water of valencia
1: i'm glad i'm glad you're i'm glad you're having having a good time even though you didn't get the cocktail ingredients for yourself i do feel bad about that a little bit
0: <laughs> don't feel bad for me it's my problem that i forgot yeah it was your fault. yeah, it's true. yeah it, was. it was my fault
1: uh, i go mean on. i almost did cuz like i was going to go to the store last night and it and then it started raining a lot this is an interesting story <laughs>
0: This is a great story. Yeah.
1: Can I can okay. I tell another interesting story? This is going to be like the most interesting story you or the listener has ever How heard. How crashed okay?
0: are you right now?
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm like you know uh, playing it up for the for the show. Okay, um, okay. I mean like more than not because I'm like a super lightweight and I and I've had like a fully a quarter of this can of, of sparkling <laughs> wine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I last week I, I I mentioned like I'm not going to stop talking about my tooth. I got it. I got a <laughs> crown. This is my, my f- first time, and and I got the crown in now, and okay. it's great. Um, okay. And the dentist was so proud of himself that he asked if I could come back so that he could take photos to use on his website.
0: Is this a new dentist? Like like I mean, newly. Because he's operate, a pretty like, young guy. I mean, it, are you his first
1: patient? Or might be his first patient? Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Um,
1: and he's very nice. Uh, so I said sure, and he said, "What what can I what can I do for you in in return? Uh, like uh, you know for for your time?" Um, he said, "Do you want like some uh, whitening free whitening trays?" And I was like, eh, "Not really." Um, I said, "You know what I could really use though. Like if you want to give me like a like a larger than usual amount of free floss, we would use that." And. <laughs> I told you this was going to be an interesting story.
0: You're getting compensated in floss.
1: So I went this morning to get the pictures taken. So first of all, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a, I, 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 it was modeling. Like I'm a model now. Um, Wow. You know what I mean? And I do my little dance on the catwalk. Um, (laughs) The hygienist um, said, and here's, here's that floss and what they had. And I, and uh, (laughs) this may be related to supply chain issues. Was (laughs) a bunch of little packets of like individual servings of floss. (laughs) Which I've what? never seen before. What? I've never what, seen like, this before. It's like a little packet that looks like one of those salt packets, kind of. And <gasps> you tear it in half and, like, pull it out. And, and like, it pulls out into <laughs> one, one 18-inch piece of floss. And I got maybe, like, maybe 25 of these.
0: It's more packaging than floss, basically. R- yeah. Uh-huh. So you just got, basically, a three and a half week supply of floss.
1: Uh, maybe less. <laughs> oh. No, I think Matthew. that's about right. I don't floss twice a day.
0: How do you feel about it? Do you do you feel cheated?
1: Cheated? No, because like I was happy to help. Like I wanted, I, I want my tooth to appear on on the Fresh Smile website. Like that's that just is really important. Are we going to gonna
0: link to it once it's up?
1: I hope so. Like I don't know, like when when they're going <laughs> to okay. put it up, but if we could, okay. and so like I wanted to do it just just like to do it, but I was sort of hoping that I was going to get like ten thousand meters of floss.
0: Well, yeah, I was kind of, <laughs> of imagining know? that what you were going to say was kind of the opposite. Like I have a giant spool of butcher's twine in sure. our kitchen, like jo- like I'll have it hopefully for. But the to rest be fair, you life. do a lot and of I'm- trussing. And I was hoping that that is what you were going to get. Like I a know. Spool. Yes.
1: I, what, yeah. What I wanted was like, like something like a regular flip top box of, of floss only like a hundred times as big.
0: Yeah. Oh so, okay. So That's that was, perfect. that
1: was like, it was, it was gratifying to be asked to be a tooth model and also a little bit disappointing. Um, oh. I hope, I hope he doesn't listen to this episode. Okay. We need to talk about Spain. Because I I kept finding references, but nothing that really seemed authoritative. That, first of all, that in Spain, the mimosa is often known as an agua de Valencia, because Valencia is where the oranges come from. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they're juice
0: oranges. Right. It is, yeah.
1: It is alleged that because cava, sparkling wine, has been popular in spain for centuries and so have juice oranges that it's inevitable that people have been making mimosas in spain for hundreds of years at the same time i did not find any actual like historical evidence of this mm-hmm. but also i didn't look very hard so if anybody knows about that please get in touch contact at spilled okay
0: uh
1: so should we talk about some mimosa variations yeah,
0: I don't know if I've ever
1: had a variation, but I mean obviously it makes a lot of sense. I don't I don't think I have either, but I found I found a fun list, so why do we go through that? I didn't make okay. a quiz. I probably should have. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so the poinsettia is cranberry juice with champagne. Just, okay. that seems like a totally different cocktail, not a mimosa variation, right? A lot of these are going to.
0: I mean, I don't know. That, yeah.
1: Because they're, they're mostly going to be a totally different fruit juice and and sparkling wine.
0: Well, there's no other way to make a mimosa into a different cocktail. Well, I mean, as far as I can tell.
1: I mean, we're going to get to one that's, that's going to blow your mind.
0: Oh, okay. okay. okay right. uh,
1: I found multiple references to the Megmosa. <laughs> what <laughs> which is grapefruit juice and champagne why do you why is it called the megmosa you ask well according to food 52 it's because quote it was named after its founder m shepherd so that that clears everything out <laughs> right what? where's the where's the g i Meg- don't know is it megan
0: shepherd maybe it's
1: megan shepherd i did not Meg think of that shepherd? that makes sense but i don't know
0: uh, okay okay go on
1: lemosa lemonade and champagne
0: that does seem like a totally different drink uh-huh. to me
1: I and mean, lemonade gr- is such a different thing yeah and the grand mimosa which is a mimosa plus grand Marnier. oh that's the one that's going to blow your huh. mind so consider that, it blown
0: mind blown great wow okay
1: uh, i also learned that you can buy a journal with a cover that says brilliant ideas i had while drinking mimosas
0: like at a stationary supply store at a stationary
1: supply store yeah exactly not on etsy but at a uh, like a industrial (laughs) like b2b supply store b2b
0: it's business
1: business business to business business. yeah
0: (gasps) i've never heard that for is that like uh like cash and carry b2b
1: cash and carry is totally b2b
0: what else is b2b
1: uh that i don't know
0: Okay, Matthew, do you ever drink these other than like right now? This is the
1: first one I've had in a really long time, I think. How about you? Do you ever make them at home?
0: I never make them at home. I know you go to a lot
1: of baby showers and get them there. I
0: never make them at home. I did have, you know, I had like a distant variation on this. I mean, while we're busy talking about anything being a variation on a mimosa, I went out for brunch for the first time in like an actual million years a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. to a uh, Terrific neighborhood spot in Seattle called the Last Union Time You Went Out Saloon. to Brunch.
1: Uh, you you were on a date with a diplodocus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is that a dinosaur? <laughs>
1: That's a dinosaur.
0: This drink is doing this, such good the, things the, for the,
1: you. I think it I think you're right, but like, look, there's still this much left. I've had less than a quarter of this can of wine. So like like oh no a, you're like a third of a glass of wine so far. Basically like. That, that's where I'm at in life. And it's fine.
0: Oh, it's great. It's great. Don't change. Anyway, so I decided that I wanted to just be wild and crazy. And so I ordered a <laughs> cup of, a cup of mm-hmm. coffee and I can't remember now what they called it, but it was like a morning cocktail. It was, it was basically, half coffee,
1: half champagne.
0: It was grapefruit juice sparkling wine and Aperol so it was mm. sort of like an Aperol spritz kind of mimosa situation I mean that sounds like a
1: Megmosa with a twist
0: it was delicious oh wait a minute it wasn't Aperol it was a different Amaro but anyway oh
1: thank god say,
0: yeah I gotta get this right no but it it was delicious was it Chinar? no it was something I'd never heard of called okay. like Berto okay this is a great part of the show Everybody this is, is almost as interesting my as my story
1: about how I got free floss <laughs> no I love but not very much story.
0: So, Matthew, what's what's your favorite ratio? I don't know. The I ratio? was going to
1: like experiment with different ratios, but I don't want to. I, I I don't want to. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. Okay. So I'm going to say 50 50. OK, okay. Well, that is the classic. That's the classic. Maybe you know what my favorite um,
1: ratio is. It's the golden ratio of like uh, <laughs> one one point six one eight to one. <laughs> is that the golden ratio? I think that's close.
0: I don't remember. <laughs> I'm thinking of aspect ratios.
1: Oh, oh yeah, yeah. My favorite ratio is uh, is three like, to two, two to
0: three. What no, is
1: it? like that's kind of basic. More like sixteen oh. to nine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like okay. Uh, I want like an ultra wide screen mimosa. So I like none of this none of this pan and scan <laughs> mimosa. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. Um, uh, well, shall we shall we head into spilled mail?
1: Let's head into spilled mail because I think we've really run this into the ground. We got uh, this message from listener Corey who writes, I just listened to your roasted veg episode and your roasting versus baking debate reminded me of a book I recently read that I think would make an excellent reference source for the podcast. Yes, I'm a librarian. It's What's, Yay. Yeah, what's the Difference? Recreational Culinary Reference for the Curious and Confused by Brett Warshaw.
0: Ah, oh, Brett Warshaw. Do you know oh, Brett okay, Warshaw? Wait. I know Brett Warshaw, formerly of Food 52. I mean, I don't know if she thinks she knows me, but I know her. <laughs> and anyway, Brett Warshaw's What's the Difference started out as like a newsletter. Oh, excellent. Uh, I'm really enjoying the, the book. It's terrific. Yeah. yeah. So
1: uh, listener Core goes on. Uh, it has a section on this very topic, bake, baking versus roasting, among others like appetizers versus canapes versus hors d'oeuvres, which I think we've talked about, barbecue mm-hmm. versus grilling, and cornmeal versus grits versus polenta. I immediately got this book from the library. I'm enjoying it a ton. I recommend it. The answer is, like, there is no difference between baking and roasting. I also wanted to share, this is back to listener Corey. I also wanted to share this recipe for crispy broccoli with sweet chili glaze and ginger from Jenny Rosenstrack, which is the only only way I ever want broccoli anymore. Thanks for the podcast. Hope it goes on for always. So we will link to this uh, broccoli recipe that listener Corey recommended. And I am planning to make it and I guarantee it's going to be good because it calls for like uh, three small heads of broccoli, one stick of butter and a quarter cup of olive oil. (laughs) So yeah, it's going to be good wow
0: oh that's delightful well jenny <laughs> rosenstruck is fantastic yeah so I, mentioned, I, I... I mentioned
1: this to to teenager of the show december who is not a broccoli fan and they were like oh yeah i'll try that
0: <laughs> <laughs> excellent <laughs> thank you listener Corey. i did not know that brett had written this book i only knew of like the online early days of this what's the difference concept so i'm thrilled to hear about it thank you yeah
1: it's really it's really fun like the the info is good but also it has like a real like like uh wry sense of humor
0: awesome uh well it's my week to do it now but wow (music) matthew so some of our listeners may already be familiar with what i am wowing over at that's okay but it it is a, gosh, at this point, it's a, a, an almost five-year-old essay by Ocean Vuong. It's called A Letter to My Mother That She Will Never Read. It was, uh, originally published in The New Yorker and has a really interesting story. So uh, this is published as uh, nonfiction, as an essay, but it became the sort of the opening for his novel oh, nice. on Earth, We're Briefly Gorgeous. So he sort of started from, you know, a true story and then kind of took his imagination or you know used his imagination to sort of expand it into a whole novel. But anyway, this essay is staggeringly beautiful. It is uh, it is about a really difficult, uh, sometimes abusive mother. Son relationship, but it is. I mean, I I think it is one of the finest essays I have ever read. It is beautifully crafted. Ocean Vong has such a, a clearly poetic uh, sensibility that he brings to writing this essay and if this sounds good to you go read it um, it is spectacularly beautiful yeah I just I I, I am in awe of it and uh, okay. I wanted to share it
1: I will, I will so, we, yeah. we will link to it in the show notes a letter to my mother that she will never read by Ocean vong I do have a question for you you mentioned mm-hmm. this is from the May 2017 New Yorker should listeners infer from this recommendation that that is a As far as you've gotten in the pile of New Yorkers next to your bed,
0: um, no, okay, no. In fact, nobody believes you. I stopped getting print issues of the New Yorker because I could not handle the stack anymore. Of course, no one can. So so now I just get a digital subscription, which I actually really love. The app is really good, Mm -hmm. and then I get the pleasure of sort of bebopping around, like following. (laughs) Following, like, links from this article to this article and anyway.
1: Yeah, whereas if you get the print issue, you're required to read it from front to back, including, like, the New York theater listings.
0: No bebopping allowed. No
1: bebopping allowed. (laughs) Uh, All right. Anything else we need to say about mimosas or anything else or dentistry or dead problematic English guys in cans? (laughs)
0: I don't think so. I feel like we've really covered a lot I of I think we really plumbed
1: the depths on this one.
0: We have, with emphasis on this being a really deep episode. All
1: right. Well, our uh, our very deep producer is Abby Cercutella. Uh Please mm-hmm. rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Come chat with other people on Reddit, reddit.com slash r slash everything spilled milk, where the topic of the week is definitely going to be, what is your preferred <laughs> uh, mimosa ratio?
0: Or, like, should we actually cancel Prince Albert? <laughs> Sure. Can Soul.
1: Yeah uh, Oh, that was, yeah, that was worth repeating oh, good, 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 good What does Molly have to look forward to In uh, New Yorker issues beyond 2017
0: Yeah what's going to happen In May 2017 I mean June 2017
1: God, I mean there's going to be a cartoon Of like of a, like a patient on Lying on a couch
0: Maybe there'll be a really good Roz Chast cartoon Maybe there'll be a really good Roz
1: Chast this. Yeah
0: all right, everybody, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk, the show that's like a stick of butter and a quarter cup of olive oil for your ears. But
1: which who, who's the stick of butter and who's the quarter cup of olive oil? That's for you to find out. <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg. <laughs> and I'm Matthew Hamster Burton. Wait, did I lose you?
0: No, I'm here. Can you hear me? Mm,
1: I can't hear you. Why?
0: Testing, 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 testing. Oh, one, yeah, two, that three. is weird.
1: Uh, no, the, it's the problem's definitely on my end. Okay. Yeah, I was wearing the wrong headphones. We're good now.
0: Oh my god, that's great! I love okay. it. Okay.
1: And we, we and we recorded all of that, so that's good. Oh let's, good. Let's just leave that in the episode.
0: Perfect. Okay.
1: Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks. Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block.